creamy clams. The old creamy clams. Creamy clams and creamy fish. You even got a sassy stance when you said that. Maybe creamy sometimes if clams. you just sometimes if you just boil that old seafood, maybe all the bacteria will boil off. <laughs> what is the matter with you? <laughs> maybe throw some old bay leaves in there. <laughs> some old bay. Get some throw old some bay. old bay on it. It's get like some old gray. Get, throw some old bay seasoning on that shit. Boil it up. Can't taste how old it is. Like a nice stew. Nothing like a little mature seafood. I'm gonna call that seafood part two. Back with the vengeance. Episode 19, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jana. And I'm Farzad. Yes, you are. <laughs> Mr. Radio <laughs> in the house. We, we are a podcast about two unicorns, a debutante uh, living in San Francisco. We talk about dating, culture, music, food, and unique sights and smells, uh, particularly the unique smells of our <laughs> beloved city. Um, basically what it's like to live here for us. So we hope you enjoy and hope you subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. I feel like we're all coming back fresh. It's kind of like coming back from a, from a long a long weekend. Yeah, going back to school, kind of. We're all decompressed. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. I feel compressed. I feel. St- I still feel like I might burst into coffee beans at any moment, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing me over the edge. <laughs> burst into coffee beans. So Farzad, you had a you had a guest this weekend. Indeed, I did. Uh, yeah, I had a friend of mine visiting from Canada. Yeah. It was her first time in San Francisco. What part of Canada? It's a place called Penticton, which is about an hour north of the border, apparently. Uh, okay. Three hours away from Vancouver. So on the west side. Yes. From the west side. Real important question. Does she like Degrassi? I didn't bother asking. Well, I was going to ask the you. first question you ask anybody from I, Canada. I have a penis, so I don't, I don't know Yeah, no, you asked about the Degrassi. So she was the first time in San Francisco, so I was a gracious... San Francisco tour guide, and we did all of the touristy things. Um, a lot. I mean, we actually did a lot of the stuff that we. The episode, our previous episode, was basically a guide for a lot of the stuff that I ended up doing. I am the the resident cruise director of San Francisco. So we did actually take some of Jana's advice, and we did do, for example, we did the Buena Vista. Amazing. It was quite, del- and we actually had food there that was quite delicious. Oh, good to know. It was, it was standard diner food, like burgers and whatnot. Uh, it was, and she had, she's like, oh my god, they have eggs Benedict, yum! Just, and they, they they looked really good. Awesome. Was and, it crowded? Yeah, but we we actually got a ta- we got a table at the bar pretty quickly. Okay. And like right there in front, so she could witness like the guy, the bartender making like fifteen Irish coffees at the same time. That's awesome. Uh, there it was is a, a lot technique of fun. that like pretty specific order and technique that goes into it. There is. It's, I know. I've read up on it and studied it. It's 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 a, and they also it was right in front of like a, they had a painting of like what it was like in the seventies, I guess. Oh, cool. So it's really cool to see like oh wait nothing's changed. This is kind it's, of awesome. Yeah, it's nice to go into those San Francisco places like that and specs over mm-hmm. in north beach and feel like it's so preserved oh yeah very ornate very beautiful yeah so we did that on one day uh we did twin peaks another night another day we actually did a we actually got out of the san francisco proper we went i did a drive down 
uh, Highway 1, and we went to Half Moon Bay and hung out there. My neck of the woods or my old we did. We wa- stomping we, grounds. We drove through Pacifica and we're like, oh, that's where Lindsay's from. <laughs> and then, we, yeah, so it was, it was actually a lot of fun. I, it actually, that, that gave me an idea that we should do, because I can't remember what it was. Not Venice Beach. The one, one of the Half Moon Bay beaches has a campground. Oh, yeah. So we should consider doing that. There's a lighthouse right outside of Highway 1, right after you get off Devil Slider. Now it's the tunnel. Mm -hmm. There is a small lighthouse that you can stay at. It's a hostel. Oh, Um, really? But I know there's campgrounds as well. Yeah, we talked about doing maybe a camping trip. So that actually... But when we say camping, let's just be clear. There's like a bathroom and a cabin. Oh, no. We're shitting in buckets. Nope. Jana's got a tight butthole. It's okay. Or digging holes. That's what they do. That's that's what my parents were surprised when when we did camping here in the States. They were like, we always were used to using shovels. In Iran, that's what you have to do. Yeah, shovels. Her big thing was that she also really wanted to see Alcatraz. Like, she was obsessed with Alcatraz. Did you get a tour? We did the audio tour. Because I know it's like pretty rough. We, so she actually managed to like get tickets like two weeks in advance. Oh, that's cool. And, Good for uh, her. Yeah, we got like we went in, did the audio tour, and that was a ton of fun. And yeah, we just explored like the, the bird sanctuary up there too. It nice. was it was great. It was did you have you ever been? This was to my Alcatraz? third time. I've never been. It's what? Yeah, yeah. I've been twice. I've dr- I've we've cruised by it several yeah. times i've cruised by it with you yeah we've cruised by it a few times together and that I've, is true I've never i've never just well actually i did do a few things this time around that i as a native i'd never done i for the first time walked across the golden gate bridge ah. i've driven on it i've biked across it never have i walked across what do you the think it was it was kind of it was nice it was, a little noisy. was it cold it, it was cool. Well, I had, my, I had my jacket, so I was okay. But, like, it's quite a walk. Like, we walked halfway across, and it was still like, wow, this is only halfway? Damn. Yeah. But it was right when we were right when we got halfway across, it, like, cleared up. So, like, beautiful views of the city, beautiful view of the towers. It was, it was really nice. Alcatraz was, like, right there in the middle. So, it was quite nice. That was really awesome. Uh, the other thing that I did that I hadn't done as a native is I went to Mission Dolores for the first time. I've also never been there. Jana. I have been there and I recommended doing that on the last episode. Was, How was it? It was really nice. It was really nice. The the it's it reminded me of actually a lot of the it's one of the nicer missions because it was rebuilt in nineteen twelve, I believe, after the earthquake. Yeah. Part of it was rebuilt. Part yeah. of it was still standing Some from of the original the earthquake. They keep it pretty they they you know, keep it pretty well. Well it reminded me it, it, the stained glass and stuff reminded me a lot of like some of the cathedrals I've seen in Europe. So it's like very ornate, very beautiful, a lot mm-hmm. of really nice tile work as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in there, that. It, yeah, in the, in basilica. the chapel part. Or, yeah, the basilica. Basilica. It was like, it was really mm-hmm. nice. Which I but, didn't know a basilica becomes a basilica when a pope visits it. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was a distinction. Yep. That's the difference between a cathedral okay. and a basilica. basilica Listen, I would that. love, I would love Pope Frank to come by. I would actually go attend mass if Pope Frank was there. Yeah, he's kind of a badass. I love him. He's a good one. He's a good one. So it also the graveyard was there too, which like the guy, the guy in the front was like, "Oh, the basilica is this way, and there's a bunch of Irish people in the graveyard." I'm like, well, that's not a that's a nice way to put it, but it was really cool because it was, it's all Irish Catholics who came over for the uh, for the gold rush. Okay, that makes because sense. Because everything was like post 1849, all the deaths and every, all the like the the headstones and everything were post 1849. Awesome. So that was like it was really cool to see like, oh, that's why like. The Irish Catholics came here, and that's why they're all buried here, because it's the only Catholic church for, like, miles. Well, for a long time, the mission was definitely Irish Catholic neighborhood. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah. it makes me think of the movie Far and Away. 
Well, us. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie too. Yeah, it's best a great score. Movie. Ugh, love so that movie. good. So that was yeah. That was actually really a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. As a native, it's nice every once in a while to do something that uh, you've never done, like you've you've never done before, or just you know checking out your own city and you're like, oh yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. This has so much history behind it. Did you feel like you could stay on a budget? Be, I mean, because I know we talked about it last time, and it's I feel like holiday weekends and weekends in general around here can be a, a real crapshoot and a real money suck. It actually wasn't that bad for the most part. Like I think the only things we paid entrance for, I guess, were Alcatraz, she, which she paid for right in advance. I can't think of anything else that like we really. I, I guess the mission was like five dollars, but like again, pretty cheap everything else like we just kind of like drove around pretty reasonable it was pre- pretty reasonable yeah how was um breakfast at the buena vista i mean i feel like their drinks are pretty reasonable we did so we didn't do breakfast she had the breakfast i had like a burger uh and it was pretty good and it's, it's actually really delicious to have the burger and wash it down with an irish coffee oh my god that, that was, would make my stomach just explode go all sorts of places it was it was a nice like smooth finish to that burger it was really I good think i'd have to order it after no, I was having it during. It was really good. I don't know. I can't do hot beverages with meals. I can't. It depends. It depends. But no, that sounds like fun. That oh, the like cable fun. car as well. The uh, cable car is fun and it's cars. fairly inexpensive. That, oh, that was another thing I did for the first time. I actually hung off the cable car. You hadn't done yeah. that before? I've never. I've like ridden it once or twice, but I've never like hung off of it. Yeah, it's fun. That's a th- It's a lot of fun. See, I think it's so fun to do touristy things here because it's so different. Like... I think we mentioned before the cable car is the only moving national monument in the world that's really cool and you just did that and it's just like right there yeah but yeah. i, I, I first had to convince her to do Jana. it uh, she was, I was like listen we're gonna have to wait here like an hour maybe but it's gonna be worth it she's like really i gotta wait an hour i'm like trust me it'll be worth it and actually the line went pretty fast it was like only 30 minutes yeah but it was but she was like afterwards when we got off she's like Okay, that was actually totally completely worth it. I waited in on I waited longer before. It was it's it just depends on what weekend you go or what time of year. Well, so an think- insider trading tip, if you're going just to ride the cable car, skip the one that gets on at Mason and Market because that's the really crowded one if you go down just a few more blocks to yeah. like what second in Market? Yeah. Maybe New Montgomery-ish. It's like New Montgomery. Right. Yeah. If you get on there, if you're going just to ride the cable car, because I know they go different directions, but... Oh, that one goes to Chinatown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. But again, if you're riding just to ride it and just to show people, that's a great way to avoid the Mason traffic. We went... If if we'd gone up the hill like one block, we could have easily gotten hopped on, no problem. But like we ended up waiting at like the... uh, The the Hyde Station. The turnaround. Yeah, the turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, if you go one... Let's... Yeah, another tip. If you want to take like the the Powell Hyde line, just go like one stop up, and then you can just hop on, no problem. There's no line. I have to say though, there's something kind of exciting about being in the line and seeing all of the people who had never been there before. And I think that's mm-hmm. one really great thing about having visitors in town. It's well, like, it's also really cool to just see how the turnaround works, like the fact right. that it's all still mechanical. Exactly. Well, and it's beautiful landscape too. Your look, if you look out one direction, if it's um, sunny enough, you can see the Golden Gate Bridge, right. and they have the maritime museum ship and it's cool i think it's like a nice setting even if it's cool and foggy it's not bad no it's yeah. still totally great it was foggy when we went but it was it was still awesome well, oh, someone... she had a ton of fun in ghirardelli square oh yeah uh just so much i can't i'm like blanking on all the stuff that we ended up doing when well, as someone who lo- like we clearly love this city we have a podcast about it right so having so much love for the city 
I always find such joy in introducing people who are coming to town new parts and like seeing how excited they are. So, I mean, even if I do have to wait in line for the cable car, if I'm just writing for me just to be like, hey, what a fun afternoon activity or if I'm showing someone around, it's super exciting to me because I can see people fall in love with the city just like I did. And then it just kind of reinvigorates your passion for living here and all of the cool things that there are. Well, that's yeah, why I that's felt really like true. I was, well, that's why I kind of felt like I was a Debbie Downer because like for me, like the cable car or like even just the house, like she was blown away by just the, the sheer diversity in the houses in the neighborhood. And I'm in lower hate. Like it's not like, to me, it's just like no big deal, whatever their houses. She's like, no, no, like you don't understand. Everything looks the same where I live. Like, the fact that each house is unique and different and has like its own color scheme or even just different architecture it just blew her mind away and i was just sitting there like i felt like kind of like an asshole i'm like yeah okay i live here i'm used to it yeah but like to that point i mean coming from dallas it's totally different in dallas we tear everything down and build new things and there's just not the history that we have here and i think san francisco is very specific in the type of architecture we have and i'm such a nerd and i like architecture and just the other day i was walking with one of my coworkers, and we were going to an event after work and i was like oh my god we have to walk down this street it's maiden lane and there's a frank lloyd wright building right here and we have to go see it i mean so that's interesting to me anyway but i think that's something really unique to san francisco that we do kind of take for granted i mean all of the architecture is so unique to here so yeah. or like it the, is even exciting. the sparkling streets like she was like why are the streets sparkling? I'm like, that's just because we're San Francisco. We just do that for shits and See? giggles. That's from all the parades we've had. It's just ground up glitter that just have stayed. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I moved here because the streets are paved with glitter. I, I'm in line with Jana. I think just going to like Alamo Square, I can't wait for it to reopen. Because yeah, oh my God. That's yeah. like, so it's so fun to wake up, have a cup of coffee and walk around and just see the painted ladies and just really enjoy the sights. And Dolores Park, even, I've spent a lot of time there this weekend in the morning. And it's just like, there's just such a vibe here with oh, the yeah. architecture. Yeah. So. She was totally blown away by Dolores Park, too, as I actually, we took her there for just to hang out for a few hours. And she was just like, I don't, this is so foreign to me to just hang out here and for, people watch. Like, I could just do this for hours. I'm like, yeah, that's what people do. We come here to people watch and laugh at people or just like meet people and just hang out yeah hang out uh oh just as an update as a quick update coconut guy is back and he has a friend thank god he has a friend named pineapple guy who of course did he introduce himself to you hello farzad i'm pineapple guy well, pineapple guy showed up before coconut guy so i got excited and got a pineapple and then I, and then a few minutes later coconut guy showed up and i, I felt s- like i was gypped i saw those pictures and i just assumed that you had made that pineapple drink yourself i had too because there was a ziploc involved no he, he actually so those are the those are the bits inside the coconut inside the pineapple he just like he's like you get a free bag of pineapple bits <laughs> here's your pineapple guts to accompany your tasty beverage what if you got a pineapple and a coconut and it's like a pina colada you make for yourself? You're like, sip here, sip there, shake your head a little bit. It's like a pineapple coconut delight. So actually, that's one of the options you can get in the pineapple. Wait, what? You can get you can get the pina colada filler. So you have you have a choice of juice, which you want inside your pineapple. You can choose your choice. You can choose your choice. You got you pi- pina colada. You've got you know rum cocktail. Choosing my choice. And we're choice choosers Whatever here. the third one was. I can't remember what the gin. third one was. Not gin. That would be gross. Gin and pineapple, huh? Mm. Pina gin? <laughs> gin apple? Give me that gin apple. And well, so and it turns out apple. coconut guy and pineapple guy are best friends. So 
They were talking shop. They're like, hey, man, how's it, how's it go for you? He's like, it's oh, like it's a good. tropical party in your mouth. And it's all in Dolores Park. Heaven. Dolores Park. Heaven yeah. for hipsters. Dolores Park. Yeah, and I had to explain Spikeball to her. She was just... It was the worst. I own Spikeball. Have you ever played Spikeball? I don't want... I've seen it played. I don't need to... I don't need to play That's it. That's the one... Like, is it like ladder ball? I don't know what ladder ball is, but it's like you put spikes into the ground and there's a, a net that acts kind of like a trampoline, I think, and you like slam the ball into it and the ball bounces off of the trampoline net thing and then it goes to different people who are playing and you just got to like smack it back down. To be honest, I've had it for a year and a half and I've never played it. So basically, it's honest, a game where it's... I get to smack balls around... Yeah, you smacked them balls. Here's the thing. We I'm had a game called it. Hacky Sack that had none of this. Why do we need to complicate Hacky Sack? Because there's not a net that's going to make the ball fly to your face a lot yeah, faster. There's feet. You just kick balls around. It's yeah. way better. No, I, I want that net. Sorry, I'm OG. Fuck these hipsters. All right, I'm Tastemaker. Tastemaker tours over here. Listen, listen. I'm all, all about, I'm all about the OG. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact our good friends over at Polestar and see if we can get a deal running for Farsad's The Tastemaker Tours. It's just going to be me being angry about all the hipsters yeah, and shit. Yeah, and like just kind of like angrily, Which are your like, people? angrily pointing people. shit out. <laughs> I'm just like, God, you see that what they're playing? God damn. That's You're how an it would old be. curmudgeon. I don't really bit. feel like I don't really feel like hipsters are as angry as Farzad. They're like a little more apathetic and like kind of like. Mm-hmm, but I feel there. like they get angry about being labeled as hipsters. Why can't we all just be people with similar tastes? Why do we have to have these labels, Farzad? Tastemaker. Not a label. I'm just unlabelable. But why you to gotta fair, hate the label? Have, we did have Ray's sandwiches too, right before go, to going to Dolores Park. Picked up some Ray's. Oh, so good. I well, do. Lynn's, do you know about Ray's? Ray's is a like no. little market that they have. Like I think it's like owned by a Korean guy. So he makes like there's like kimchi oh. and like Korean steak and whatnot. But they make like sandwiches. Oh. And it's so good. Probably I do not want to go to there. No, no, no. It's not. It's it's gonna be amazing. Trust I don't me. Like, I don't like kimchi. I I don't order the kimchi because I'm not a huge kimchi. fan. I also don't like banh mi. It's the, not the place, but the type of sandwich. There's a place called banh mi? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think there's really? a restaurant yeah. called banh mi. How do I not know about this place? Google. Bon, I do love a good banh mi sandwich, though. I have to do the salads. No, yeah. True. Sadly, Ray's won't help you there. Yeah. We do have, actually, there's a funny story about Ray's. One time, Joseph and I were there. We ordered some sandwiches, and we were waiting for our sandwiches to get made. You ordered sandwiches and then you were waiting, waiting for sandwiches. All right, all right, all right, you were right, wait, wait, what were you waiting for? Calm down, calm down. Was it sandwiches? So we were waiting there for the for our sandwiches and we uh, were sandwiches. You were waiting. waiting for sandwiches. Why don't you just? Why do you keep things to yourself all the time, Farsad? <laughs> I hate when you keep secrets. <laughs> so we're sitting there. We're waiting on the bench, little little bar area. Why didn't you just say you were waiting for sandwiches? God on damn the it! Bench. <laughs> So this uh, African-American gentleman sits down across from us and across across from us is uh, a sandwich. No, our bags of goldfish. And so we were like, so Joseph looks, points, hits me up. That's, that's our favorite crack food. Like just eating goldfish is sometimes our favorite pastime. Let's be clear that it's the crackers and not Omar or Philly. That's true. Or Gertie. So we were like, spot. oh, look, they have goldfish there. And it's like, yeah, oh, they don't have like the classic cheddar goldfish. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? It's true. They only have the wheat, 
Parmesan, and the colored goldfish. They only have the colored ones. And Joseph's just kind of like, gives me, a, gives me a look. And the, the same with the African-American gentleman, just gives me a look. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm not a huge fan of the colored ones. They're just not as good as the cheddar tasty ones. They're not as superior, huh, Parmesan? <laughs> They're not as superior as the other goldfish. And Joseph's just kind of like... Do those goldfish have to live in other goldfish bowls? <laughs> Joseph's kind of giving me the face palm, like, just shut up, shut up, what are you doing? And uh, then halfway through, I realize what I'm saying, and I'm just, I can't stop saying Do those colored goldfish. goldfish have to go to a different school? They had to be in, in separate a, bags from wow. separate ones. But I do have a question. <laughs> I do have a, I've heard this needless story to say, before. Needless to say, the guy ended up leaving, and <laughs> I realized immediately what I had said, and I felt bad. But listen, that's what they're called. Maybe goldfish shouldn't call them colored. Just well, wait, saying. But I thought so, they're called rainbow goldfish. No, they're called colored goldfish. But I was gonna say, what would you call them? Like, because they are, they are labeled as colored goldfish. Like, what else would you? Uh, have? Listen, I know it was just it's just one of those. No, like, like in your defense, like a, what else would you, you have said? You lived a Larry David moment. I had right a Larry, there. complete you Larry lived David a Larry moment. Larry David moment. What they're called goldfish? They're called colored goldfish. They're called colored goldfish. Farzad. I didn't say they were less superior than the other goldfish. I kind of did say, actually, they were not as good as the cheddar goldfish. It's because they're, they're full of dyes. They're full so they of taste, dyes. They're like, not as good. They taste bitter. Yeah, because the other goldfish aren't full of fake things. Yeah, but it's crack fake things. So that was my racist incident at, at Ray's, which my accidental racism. Yeah. It wasn't I, actually racism because it was a Larry David moment. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a Larry David moment. And... You don't believe necessarily that all. No, I like my women like a coffee. Black and strong. Well, I've yet to see that, but all right. Yeah, I've yet to see that as well. You like blonde and blue eyes. Not blonde, but blue eyes, yes. What? Blonde's not a requirement. I'm the sick. lead singer of Play Instagram doesn't have blonde, doesn't have blonde hair, I'm and I love. Out of this. I love her to death. I would. Yeah, she's a little cutie. So, so what about you guys? So I had my movie, my weekend of filled with being a tourist and a tour guide. So what about you guys? What did you guys do your weekends? Janet and I actually spent a lot of time together. We did. We were like basically each other's house guests, but in separate houses. Which was awesome. Yeah, because I had my own bed. And, and you had your own bed, except Opie. Yeah, I think Janet and I had similar priorities. Um, we did, which was to do nothing. To do nothing and, and to hang spend out. as little of money as possible, but still have a good time. Yeah. Which accomplished and accomplished. Jana and I used our movie pass, which we talked about last week. We went and saw a movie with my mom and had some dinner. We saw Southside with you. We did. What What were your thoughts? We have. I feel like we haven't like really gotten into our thoughts on the movie. I have some thoughts. What are yours? My thought is that it was a fun, it was like a cute slice of life movie. Um, it was interesting to see how they per- portrayed them. Um, mm-hmm. So let's let's set the stage in a little bit. So this Southside With You is a movie that came out, I think, last week, right? Like two weeks ago. Two yeah. weeks ago. And it's about how, it's basically about Michelle and, and Barack's and first, their first date together, exactly. right? Their first date. And Basically, she did not want it to be a first date, and she really fought against that from she the did. very beginning, that she did not want to go. She thought she was just going to a community meeting, which we both knew she knew wasn't true. But she did dress up from the get-go because he was cute. Yeah. He, it, was, it, was a, it was an interesting look at two people who met 
organically through work. She was his advisor at the law firm he was work she was working at and it was it was cool to see how well they connected on their first date even though they both were really fighting against it. Yeah. So, Jenna, what were your thoughts on it? I thought it was a cute romantic comedy. I think I was a little I wouldn't even go so far to call it a comedy, well, but it was yeah. a cute little romance movie. I was a little off-put by Michelle's character. I really like her in real life, but there was just something, not to be negative. I I I mostly enjoyed the movie. It was a it was a little slow at the get-go. Yeah, it was a little slow. It was a little slow. Um but I think there was just something about I don't know if it was how the actress portrayed Michelle. There was just something that was a little off-putting about her. She didn't seem as warm then as she does now and maybe that's just part of the story which i think it could be part of the story but i agree with you it's hard it was interesting to go back and see how brock was always kind of just like uh always knows what to say he's very smooth talking and he still is he's well spoken he's very positive well i guess maybe he had some spots where he what things weren't so positive for him Mm -hmm. surrounding his family life but i think seeing how hard Michelle was, she was like a very hard edge. Like this is not a date. This is not appropriate. This is like, she was very, like very business, very, very business. There was, there was square square. And so, but I also think that as a 20 something year old woman, you know, what she said in the beginning of the movie, you know, she has to fight just as hard as a woman as she does. And then she has to fight equally as hard because she's a, an African-American female working in this crazy corporate setting. And it was interesting to see how quickly I'm, I'm curious to know if he pegged her as quickly as he did, because there was a lot of truths and they were very candid with each other Mm -hmm. in terms of how each other grew up or their perspectives on life. And it was, I'm just curious. I was wondering the whole movie, if they were as that candid with each other the entire time. That would be interesting because, you know, I think about a lot of the first dates that I went on or have gone on, you know, in the past couple of years and very few times is the guy that I'm on a date with like candid about anything real in life. You know, it's all kind of superfluous and, you know, you're talking and you're trying to get to know each other, but it's It's more posturing than anything. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of refreshing if somebody comes along and is like, okay, let's actually have real talk. So... I don't know. I think that's a really good point that you bring up. And it's, it is really interesting because it's, I don't know. It's not always a situation where you connect with someone on a real level. Like, do you and get how to quickly that, does that intimacy happen? level so quickly? Right. But I also think that if you're looking for a slice of life movie, if you're looking for something that's like an unex, it's not your typical romantic movie. Um, and it, there were some funny parts, mm-hmm. but I definitely, it's more of a slice of life. You're really just watching an hour and a half of a of a date yeah um, okay when i thought it was and them getting to know each other right and not to drag this on as long as the movie was but i just <laughs> <laughs> it was a little long it was a little long but i thought it was great it was something that i would take my grandmother to and it was honestly kind of refreshing to be at a movie and maybe this is my debutante ways coming out but it was refreshing to be at a movie that's not 100 percent sex driven it's not 100 percent mm. violence driven it was just just exactly what you're saying. A nice slice of life movie. Yeah. It wasn't in your face shocking. It wasn't anything like that. And it was nice 
it was refreshing to go to a movie where it's not all about the shock value. Yeah. Which I feel like so many movies are. So yeah, there it was, was refreshing. Yeah, there was no shock value to it at all. It was just the soundtrack to it was awesome. I have mm-hmm. to say that the soundtrack was really cool. And I think if anything, it made me a little bit sad because I am going to go through a serious depression when the Obamas are not in the White House anymore. I just Preach. really love them. Mm-hmm. I love him and I really... Michelle is just so awesome and hearing them speak I really want I I hope they stay in the limelight still mm-hmm. and that they're still very active I can't imagine that they wouldn't be because it seems like such a huge part of their life right. they bring um, like such honestly a... I, I would hope Michelle runs I would absolutely vote for Michelle you never know I mean we have Hill That's we true. got Hillary we do but I'm with you I feel like they bring such like a modern class and a modern elegance that's relatable it's yeah that's they're... really something that is great for a country. And honestly, how when was the last time you saw a president like just totally absolutely burn like the opposite opposition just like in any spe- like in the state of the union for example or like oh, at the yeah. correspondence dinner like it's just uh, I it, He the, has a fantastic sense of humor. I've never so seen I've never seen a president, at least in my lifetime, that's been just so quick-witted. Yeah. And he just Well, really I would say, can, like, Clinton like, was like yeah, that. Clinton was like that. But, but, like, uh, but like, there's a... There's, there's no coolness there's like Obama's sting coolness. that, ha- yeah. that well, Obama and Clint- has. And Clinton also, I mean, was a little bit... A little bit naughty with the whole affair situation for I'm, most I'm happy of that America. He's get, I, honestly, honestly, my opinion on the whole on that is that I'm glad that he was getting busy getting his dick wet and not worrying about pressing the button. You know, his finger could have easily been on the button and just like, you know, nuked it. But instead, he was just having a good time. You know? If that makes any sense, what I'm trying to say. I'm a little tipsy. Yeah. Y'all... I brought some. I brought some champagne for just... Somebody on the podcast might have some exciting news to share at a later date. And we might be celebrating a little bit, and at least two thirds of us, Lindsay and I, <laughs> have been avoiding alcohol. Me for like around a week, a week and a half, well, maybe a couple weeks. Me for about two weeks. Yeah, three weeks. So we I'm might just be a lightweight right now. One yeah. sip wonders at the moment. Yeah, but it was it was cool to go. It was a nice movie to go to with your mom. I we met my mom at the West Portal Theater which is really a cute little theater. They always play art house movies and Aww. it's it's kind of cozy and the whole neighborhood there is just it kind of makes you feel like you're in an extremely small town. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it does. So we'll actually if it's not up already on our Facebook page and possibly on Instagram there's a, a little bookstore across the street that doesn't even look like we're in San Francisco anymore. So we'll post that up there so you guys can get an idea. But it did. I agree. It seemed like, uh, so, sorry, I think I cut y'all off, but it seemed like such a small little town. And it was so nice because there's like a muni station right there. But it was like a nice little, a little escape. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next night on Sunday night, we went in celebration of Gene Wilder's life. They did a couple showings of different Gene Wilder movies. So they did Willy Wonka and then they did Blazing Saddles, which Barzad and I brought up last week about how much we enjoy that movie. And and of course, I hadn't seen it. Well, and, you know, with good reason, it was not the most politically correct movie to show you. He's a... It's not the most politically correct movie to show your tween. Um, this is true. I grew up watching it. It was naughty. It, um, and 
and he grew up um, just loving those. I don't movies. think I understood it when I was younger, but I think I watched it again like a few years ago, and I'm like, and, and I watched it like I, had, I watched it once, and I'm like, this was fucking awesome, and then rewatched it immediately after. Just there's so many. It's just like a joke a minute, just like well, and there's there. The whole movie is just so funny, and it's ahead of its time. Yes. Um, and there's still a lot of really great political statements from the movie, but mm-hmm. it, they do it in such a great way. Um, I can't remember who. So I know Mel Brooks. I can't remember who the third person was, but Richard Pryor was one of the. It was Richard Pryor? Was Pop he the main guy? Phenomenon. No, he, he was. He was the writer. He was a writer. He, oh, oh. he was a writer. So he actually he coached Mel Brooks on like when to use the N word in the script. So it was, and so that was pretty funny. He was actually supposed to play the part, but apparently, like, I think it was right around the time when he OD'd or something, and yeah. so they were like, they were, they, they didn't want to like pay the insurance or whatever. Mm. I, I heard an interview with Mel Brooks. I think it was on the Nerdist many years ago. I, he was talking about like how what it was like to work with Richard Pryor. Yeah. So uh, wow. on 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 Blazing Saddles. So I mean, that's just one of those movies that really sticks with you. And I mean, anything Mel Brooks does, like I love the producers. History of the World Part Two. Yeah. The Square Part One is one of my favorites. Spaceballs. Spaceballs is awesome. The Robin Prin- Hood Men in Tights. Oh yeah. I almost said the Princess Bride. That's not him. No, no. Sorry. No, but Princess Scratch Bride that. is also really good. Yeah. Princess but, Bride is also good, but um so we took Jana. It was five dollars, but we used our movie pass. So again, if you have movie pass, it's within your membership. But if you didn't, this particular one was five dollars to get into. Make you holla. The theater was packed. It was a really cool movie to see as a group in a group setting because I had seen it before, but taking Jana was I had warned her it wasn't necessarily politically correct, but I don't think she truly got it until the movie actually started. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get it, but but it was funny and I think to your point earlier, it was like the jokes they were making were still very political. So it's like, yeah, this is really politic like unsavory. Like the vocabulary and the verbiage and the points they're making, but I like that was part of the whole shtick. It's like this is inappropriate. We're gonna like I don't know blow not blow it up, but like draw attention to how ridiculous it is. So yeah. it was really a really interesting way, I think, to to maybe touch on some some politically charged topics. When I feel like you got to meet one of my idols, Lily von Stupp. Oh, she was outstanding. Lily von Strupp is one of my uh, one of my idols. Well, so I loved her. I had just I hadn't really taken notice of Madeline Kahn, who's the actress that plays her, except for the week prior to seeing the movie. I watched this. So I'm such a God. I'm such a debutante. I am such a Barbara Streisand fan. Uh, I was just making Farzad listen to Don't Rain on My Parade earlier tonight, but. So I love Barbara, and I was watching this movie called, uh, gosh, what was it? It was Don't Call the Doctor or something about a doctor. It was on Netflix, and it had Barbara Streisand, and it had Madeline Kahn and some hot guy, and it takes place in San Francisco. And Madeline Kahn was so... I'm interested. <laughs> what? After you said the hot guy, Barbara oh. was interested. Yes, yes. He was hot. But Madeline Kahn was so funny in this movie, and so I didn't really know who she was, so I did a little bit of research on her, and was reading up on her and was so excited to see her as Lily von Stupp in the movie. And she was so funny. Always coming and going and going and coming and always too soon. (laughs) I'm tired. 
Isn't she also in History of the World as Caesar's wife? I think so. Where, they, where she's like, uh, she's like, tell me, tell me when. And he's like pouring the wine, and he's, she's like, six thirty. Okay. <laughs> I love her. I mean, just. So, yeah, you can understand where a lot of my personality I, comes from I after do. seeing that movie at a very young age. Like, it didn't even <laughs> click until... So, Lindsay and I were, were working on some podcast stuff yesterday, and we were... Guys, I really want to watch Mel Brooks right now. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, but Lindsay and I were talking about, like, who maybe our idols were, mm-hmm. and Lily Von Stupp was one of hers, and I was like, oh, yeah, she's cool. I get it. Like, she's a little sassy, and by a little, I mean completely sassy, like... I get it. But until you just did that impression of her, <laughs> dude, that and was they good. bust your balloons. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if y'all haven't seen Blazing Saddles, it's... Or any Mel Brooks movie, for that matter. Yeah. Then you've been living under a rock, because even I've seen them. Yeah. But it's really funny. I had no idea, but I'm so excited to watch it. And it had, of course, Gene Wilder in it, who was great. And, you know, he brought... I think probably most of us are familiar with him from Willy Wonka. And he, I feel like he brought a little of that... Willy Wonka Sparkle, which I guess is clearly his personality. Guys, yeah. I found him. Where's the white women at? <laughs> F's been saying that. That's one of my favorite lines <laughs> on the movie. Like, for He's days. so good. He's so, so good. good. But you know, the thing about Gene Wilder is there's an innocence about his comedy mm-hmm. or his humor. And there's he's he really draws you in, obviously, with his eyes. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. there's just a kindness about it. Like, whereas... You know, he surrounded in a movie full of just like <laughs> hateful lines, and like just he he really stands out because he uses just his whole his eyes and just the way he interacts with people. You could just tell naturally he's a good person, right? I just right. remember the scene where he sticks himself up the sheriff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And they all believe him, and, and they're, they're like, "Oh, so what are they?" He's got a gun. He's got a gun. Anyway, y'all, y'all should watch the movie. We're not gonna get into specific details. Yeah, we will quote it all night. But my favorite part, just I just said we weren't gonna quote it. But my favorite part, just so y'all are aware, was when just at the very beginning, there's a scene of railroad workers, and a lot of them are African Americans or other minorities. I guess I don't. Do we even say minority? Different non-white people. I don't know if that made it better or worse, but non-white well, people actually be the better way to. Put well, it. you know, they there was white people, there were African American people, and there were a lot of Chinese that worked on the railroad. So it's yes, actually accurate. It's kind of it's kind historically of historically accurate of what they showed. That is that is what they showed. Uh, but I thought it was it was so funny because the white asshole guys were telling the black guys to sing like a railroad song or sing a song and they so obviously were like wanting i've been working on the railroad or like a traditional african-american song and they start what i'm telling you a terrible story when they start singing it's the instead of i get a kick out of you they did an i get a belt out of you (laughs) yeah but they did it like um they totally harmonized and everything. It was and they so were like funny. It was like Frank Sinatra esque mm-hmm. and just like 
Yeah. It was so good. And everyone was so confused. And he was confused. He was like, no, what the fuck is that? What? What? What did they go? What in? Did they say? Oh, yeah. Because I've said this. What in tarnation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They had. So I'm not going to lie. It's a phrase I've used in my real life. What in tarnation? What in tarnation? So what else did you guys do after you saw I Blazing took, Well, I took Jana on some errands. Jana loves shopping. And I don't like shopping. Jana hates shopping. I actually enjoy it, but I had to go to a few places. I took Jana to Nordstrom, which was um, Oh, we did go Stone's to Nordstrom. Town. And it wasn't necessarily up to... It was uh, not up the, to my snobby standards. Uh, her debutante standards. Y'all, why have it so dirty over here? Y'all, do you just let anyone come into your shopping malls? Yeah. These were questions. These were real questions. Y'all, this is Nordstrom. Do you realize that? This is invitation only. You realize this is out of your price range. You realize Nordstrom doesn't have layaway. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't Sears. Does Sears even exist anymore? This isn't J.C. Penney's. No, Marshall's. I hate Marshall's. Yeah, she hates Marshall's. So I took Janet. We went to the, <laughs> we went to the most unsavory Nordstrom. I, I, on this side of the... <laughs> on this side of the Mississippi. This side of the Mississippi. She couldn't believe it. I needed to visit the ladies' room. And it just was not up to Nordstrom ladies' room standards that I had experienced previously in my life. And I love Nordies. Actually, Jana went outside to just make sure we weren't at Goodwill. Was it, it was it like the Dave Chappelle bit about pop copy about how they clean the bathrooms? You don't know. I, no. This I, is I like don't season, know what you're talking about. Season one of Dave Chappelle's show, and they had like pop copy, which is basically a joke on uh, Kinkos, and like they had like how to clean the bathroom, and it was basically like a paint bucket filled with poo. You just splatter um, all over the place. No, I, don't, I just, I just don't think it was well decorated as Jana would have liked. Mm, not enough sparkles. Yeah, there weren't, there weren't enough sparkles. You must know the toilet seats were old looking. Also, there was no valet. That's how Jana knows she's really okay. And it's I don't okay understand how people in this city park without valet. To be honest, yeah, this is a whole other topic that I'm being serious about. <laughs> Well, Jana and I differ. I am a bargain hunter, and I like to go treasure hunting, so I go to secondhand stores. I like finding a bargain. I don't like looking for it. Yeah, Jana will not. I don't if I even If I even ask her to go to Wasteland, she basically, like, her skin starts crawling. It just feels dirty to me being in there with other people who I don't know things. There's some great finds at thrift yeah. stores. Like, I know, I know. Lindsay found an amazing skirt she's wearing today. It was like originally $700, helmet Lang. She found it at Wasteland for under 200 It looks amazing. She did a great job. She's like walking around like a badass. And I just, it makes my skin crawl to touch other people's clothing who I don't know. Favorite, one of my New with tags, bitch. One of my, one of my, uh, I know, it's plaid me. Shirts. One of my plaid shirts. I got it at the, uh, so the thrift stores on Polk Street. Yeah. What are my scarves as well? Yeah. I mean, in the last couple of weeks, I've made close to $150 selling all my clothes that don't fit anymore. I know Buffalo I'm a, change? I know it's me being a snobby bitch. Um, I just no, can't I help it. You know, no, so that's Buffalo what I've heard. Like, exchange is not you don't, as you're great. Not, yeah, you're not... Apparently, like, the rule is you don't go to Buffalo Exchange. I, I don't know. There was a huge line there yesterday, but I made a good amount of money and I bought some great... I found some good things. So I'm trying to do a capsule closet, which... 
for those of you who are unaware, it's just really reducing down the amount of clothing you have into kind of a finite amount. Like I think it's 45 to 60 pieces. I think that's a little, um, that makes uh, sense. Overzealous, overzealous for me, like conservative for me, but I would like to get down to having just a few select pieces because I basically wear black all the time. So going to Wasteland and find, finding better quality things at, you know. No, I think it totally makes sense price. and it's good. I just, I just don't like digging through things. I never have. I like walking into a store and being like, I want that, 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 and that. Or really, it's just like, oh, I'll try that on. Okay. I just don't like shuffling. Yeah. And Shanna doesn't really like shopping, to be honest. She it, wants yeah. what she wants. And <laughs> Lindsay, she wants we can to get go. the hell out of there. Yeah. I would love to go. I, I like thrift shopping. I know I'm going to get a ton of shit for this, but I love it. You guys go. I'll hang yeah. out with Joseph. We'll watch Wasteland or Warfields or Daddy Warbucks or whatever that show. Now you're just making up. Now you're just making shit up. What show Wait, is... What did it... You mean Wentworth? Yeah. You're a few seasons behind, Jana. Yeah, I'm behind on a lot just of things. Just don't let any undesirables in. I don't and I won't. Sometimes I do and I will, but... I believe in the Nordstrom cast system. Basically, I'm at Y'all, the top. I only shop at Bloomingdale's. <laughs> hey, I like Bloomingdale's. They have good sales. <laughs> I have bought very few things at Bloomingdale's, and it makes my apartment smell... If it's for how, like housing goods or... If it's like for interior design stuff, I will shop and shop and shop. I've shopped at Bloomingdale's once, and that was for a white French cuff shirt that doesn't fit me. It was for a wedding. And it was way... I think I paid $100 for just a white shirt. And I was mad at Bloomingdale's. Welcome to being a lady. Yeah, they also have the ugliest that shirt a few that times. I, ugliest shirt I've seen in my... Uh, ugliest blazer I've seen in my lifetime. Was it the one downtown here? Yeah. Yeah, that one. I like the one in um, Palo Alto. Okay. Yeah. We don't even have Bloomies in Dallas. We have like the Bloomingdale's. That's just not classy enough? No, we have the Bloomingdale's. I don't know why we don't have it. Neiman's is big there um, because Neiman's is based out of Dallas. Oh, Neiman Marcus? Mm Mm-hmm. Neiman. Downtown Main Street. Neiman. Neiman. Yes, but the truth is, is I will basically shop anywhere. If I have something in mind that I want, I really wanted a leather skirt this week. Found one. I need some new collared shirts. We can find that. And I need new... Listen, my members-only jacket is falling apart. I need a new one. Okay, we'll go to Wasteland for the members-only. We're going to go to um, Nordstrom Rack for Oh, Nordstrom Rack. Shirts. I love, love Nordstrom Rack. Yeah, and you know what we're going to do? We're probably going to dig. Yep. I will have some Nordstrom wine Rack or champagne is new clothing. Shelling. Yeah, Nordstrom Rack is good clothing. I don't like digging. It's still I especially well merchandised. Ha- I especially hate it if it's used. I don't like digging. Nordstrom I want to go in used. and choose. It's brand new. I know. I just want to go in and choose things and be done with it. Ugh. I don't have time for this. Well, on that note. Yeah. On that, <laughs> on that note. On that note of Jana's debutante ways. Yeah. Feel free to go to our website, this www.thissflife.com. Comment on the episode. Make sure to also, we also have links to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. You can also see us on social, and we'll be active a lot more on those on Facebook at This SF Life, Twitter at This SF Life, and Instagram at This SF Life Podcast. And feel free to write a review on iTunes or send us your thoughts and questions on our website. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah, talk to y'all later. Hope everyone has a great week. 
Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye.